It's a Green Hat Podcast. Episode Alpha. Introductions and the Green Caterpillar. green hat. Why did I choose that as the name of the podcast and of the website? Well, for those of you that uh, know me, I happen to be rather partial to Tilly hats and uh, I happen to have a green Tilly hat. And one day I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine about some technology or some issue that was coming up at work or something like that, and I was getting very involved with details, descriptions, and what's going on. And uh, I'm standing there engaged in this conversation, and our boss drops by, and then he's listening to the conversation. We're having a conversation back and forth. And then he says, Rick, why don't you just say it's a green hat? And I kind of turned to him, and I looked, and I said, what? And he said... No, Rick, seriously, just, it's a green hat. You don't have to go into all the rest of that. Just keep it simple. And it just made so much sense. So, one of the things I'm going to try to do with this podcast is keep it simple and just tell it like it is, whatever the subject happens to be or the topic happens to be. Technology, family, life, balance, who knows what. Um, anecdotes. And uh, just keep it simple. So uh, that's why the title of the blog is called, and the podcast is called, It's a Green Hat. I'm going to go off and register that domain name, and if you're listening to this podcast and you've already found it somehow, because uh, (laughs) that's where it's at, and uh, we'll see uh, how she goes. I think uh, from a name it's kind of cool, it's ambiguous, and uh, don't really know what it's going to be talking about, but you know what? I'll find my way. I'm just going to try to make it regular and get talking. I don't want to sit there and fret about all the technology pieces and all the different things that are around, make sure it's all right. It's going to be pretty rough and pretty um, straight cut as far as how it goes. I'm not going to be doing a heck of a lot of editing that I know of because I'm not that good of an editor. I might get better later. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm just going to keep it real, keep it natural, and see what comes of it. I'd rather get something done instead of just sit here and Try to figure it out. So that's all I want to say right now. So for you uh, techno geeks that actually want to know what it is we're recording this on, let me try that again. That's not we, it's me, because it's, uh, you know, me in a room. Um, this is I'm actually sitting in my office chair with a um, M-Audio Microtrack 24-96 handheld recording device. I'm using the stock everyday 1 8 inch stereo plug omnidirectional microphone and uh, as you can hear with little beeps and boops in the background I've got my computers running in the back. I'm looking at about two or three laptops and uh, an extra screen that I use on occasion for different things. 
One of them is my editing machine that uh, I happen to use Audacity on to do my editing. And uh, occasionally I'll end up using a um, Microsoft LifeChat 3000 for doing direct USB recording, but I'm going to try to do the recording on this device here instead just because it's a bit more natural. It's also portable, so I can go anywhere to do this. So Right now, this is in the home office, and who knows, I might uh, take it on the road because that's part of the joys of this particular device is I can have it go anywhere. So, uh, who am I? Well, I told you a bit about the story of its green hat. Uh, I'm Rick. I'm a father. I'm an IT guy. And... I like to think I'm a storyteller. At least I'm pretty passionate about telling stories. I'm also very passionate about collecting stories and sharing them as well, but some more on that later. I'm a father of three. My son, Mackenzie, or Mac as he likes to be called, is six. I've got twin girls, Ella and Grace, that are four. And I married my best friend from high school, Kelly. Uh, I won't tell you how old she is. That's not polite, I guess, eh? I am passionate about my family. I'm passionate about trying to find a balance with what it is that I have to do in the course of a day and course of a week and course of a life. And I'm always struggling to find a good balance, like everybody in the world. I don't like to call it work-life balance because really you only have one life. That's kind of a trite little phrase, but I really do believe you only have one life, so... I'm trying to take steps to give structure to my days and to my weeks and plan out my time accordingly without being distracted with different things. And I'm trying to also proactively do the same thing with um, home activities as well. I've been struggling for the last couple of years to try to find and make sense of this. It's been something that everybody's been kind of plagued with and you know I'm no different than anybody else. And different things that I've tried worked and didn't work. And so I'm kind of mishmashing a bunch of different processes together. Some more success with others. You know, some like to say that I'm a little bit logistically challenged when it comes to things. But it seems to always get done. People that get to know me know that if I say I'm going to do something, I get it done. And it just happens and it gets done. Uh, sometimes it takes more emotional and physical effort than it really needed to. But that's one of those things that I just end up placing on myself uh, that I'm trying to change. That doesn't happen with the big burst of energy and creativity at the end to get things done. So this is a year where I'm going to be trying really hard to focus on uh, making that not a requirement where things will just happen correctly. We'll see how that goes. As you'll be listening to this podcast, uh, you'll uh, get a chance to see how I'm doing and call me on it if it's not working. Um, part of the job that I do, I get to work from home. I work for a large software company. Um, and uh, one of the things I get to do is I get to share stories and collect stories from other people for what it is that they're doing in their worlds and their lives of technology or in their personal lives and kind of produce a story and share that back out again for the greater environment so that other people can learn from what those people have done. And it's something that I really intrinsically believe in because, you know, it, it helps out the individual that did 
the the thing the the feet because uh, it you know gives them personal aeroplan points if you will on their self worth and and making them feel like they've been a contributor to the environment and to the society and to the job that they're doing uh, and then others that see and use their stuff that that individual's done can take what they've done and go forward with it or make it better or or just continue to contribute it back into the environment as well and everybody's the better for it so i really am a strong believer in in the power of what an individual can do and sharing that out so that other people can also build off of that power and that energy so that's uh that's kind of one of my passions that i hope to be talking about uh throughout this podcast currently i live in ottawa uh, my family and I are from the East Coast in uh, St. John, New Brunswick, and we've been living here in Ottawa, downtown by the canal, uh, for about seven years now, actually. And uh, it's a great place, great place for families. I get to walk my son to school, come back to the house, work from the home office, or jump off onto a plane to go do something someplace else when needed, but uh, it's a very, very... Um, fortunate situation that I'm in to be able to do what it is that I do and uh, I totally am passionate about my job and what it is that I do it's a it's a heck of a lot of fun so I hope to be doing it for a long time to come
So how about a geek dad moment? Hmm. Well, it's the Saturday of a long weekend. Well, I've turned into a long weekend because taking vacation on Monday. And uh, it's not even yet 11 o'clock. And what have I done? I have helped my son make coffee, which was just kind of fun. Then I fixed the iRobot vacuum cleaner that we have that was jammed up with crud because it has been emptied in too long so I've been traveling. I fixed the legacy vacuum which had a broken um, brush rubber band thingy by having to figure out how to take the whole thing apart and fix it. And then finally, what, it's uh, July 1st long weekend, I took off the winter tires. So I'm actually ahead of the game from where I was last year with my winter tires. Uh, so uh, I did all that in the rain and now I'm about to get um, my CAPTCHA, I think, or yeah, my, my spam comment solution updated with a developer friend of mine, uh, John Bristow. So uh, all in all, I think that's pretty much a uh, Geek Dad weekend as a start, and it's not even noon as of yet, so stay tuned.
Okay, I thought I'd share with you a father moment. So this week's father moment was uh, me working upstairs in the home office. It's around 4 o'clock. Kelly's gone off to go off and pick up Mac, I believe. I've got the girls downstairs. They're just hanging out. I'm upstairs finishing off some stuff, and all of a sudden there's this blood-curdling scream as if someone is being disemboweled on the spot. And I hear footsteps running as they come up the stairs. And uh, it's one of the girls in hysterics. And she's uh, yelling, Daddy, 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 Daddy. So I come to the stairs. And she's coming upstairs and she's in tears. And I said, What's wrong, Ella? What's wrong? And she looks up at me and she says, Daddy, there's a worm in my hair. <laughs> a worm. So I kind of stop. I look around and sure enough, there is a two-inch-long inchworm, green, fluorescent green, on her hair. And it's the kind of guys that have like like three legs in the front and three legs in the back and this big U-shape in the middle whenever they walk. So what was to happen was they're out at the park with Mum, and uh, at some point this inchworm dropped on her head without her knowing, and it was in the middle of her hair. The funny part was, though, she'd made it all the way back from the park into the house, and she was downstairs coloring for like five minutes with her sister before her sister said, you got a worm in your hair. <laughs> Did this blood-curling scream that made her come all the way upstairs. So, being the good dad that I am, nice and calm, grab a Kleenex, manage to convince the inchworm to come off of her hair while she's freaking out, and then I hold it away from her. She settles down. I said, do you want to see it? She says, yeah, let me see it. So I show her the inchworm, and uh, sure enough, she's interested in it. Doesn't want to get too close, though. But then she says, Dad, we got to take it downstairs and show grace. So, take the inchworm downstairs, very proud. I'm carrying it behind her. And she tells Grace, Grace, you got to see this. And I said, you want to see the inchworm? She says, yep. So I bring it out. She starts to freak out. And I said, no, 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 it's all right. It's over here. It's not going to do anything. So she looks at it. And she's like, wow, that's really cool. We talk about the inchworm for a while. And I said, okay, I'm going to let it go put it outside and uh, they come follow me outside I attach it to a leaf on a tree and they said that they wanted to see it so I lifted them up they could see the inchworm their ooh and ah and even took a picture so if you want to see the picture of the blood curdling scream inchworm that caused myself to almost have a heart attack take a look at the blog it's a greenhat.com mm-hmm.